All right, and a good morning, and welcome to the Mecca Sports Talk. I'm your host, Keith Dewar, for this Sunday morning, November the 28th, 2021. So we get you set for NFL action today. Uh, to preview this Giants and Eagles matchup today, I have on, well, one guest for now, waiting for the other guest to hop on. But uh, welcome to the show once again, Jalen. Hey, Keith, hey, thanks, thanks for having me on. No problem. Uh, we're waiting for uh, a certain guest to hop on the uh, the call or the show. Uh, I think he's from Philadelphia, if I'm not mistaken, or he roots for that team, if I'm not mistaken. No, it's no, Bruce, Bruce Firm. I don't have that. So uh, welcome to the show. We also have on, uh, well, we have Jalen, who's, of course, a lifelong Giants fan, and we also have on Somebody that I know is a longtime Philadelphia Eagles fan. Am I correct on that? Uh, you would be correct. Be correct. Okay. Well, since we just started, I have to, of course, play a opening song uh, to, to start off the festivities for this uh, conversation about today's matchup. So here we go. Oh, I hate that song. Yeah, same. same. <laughs> More like Die, Eagles, die, die. Eagles, die. <sighs> Well, in any case, so matchup today, the first matchup of the season between the Giants and the Eagles today from MetLife Stadium at 1 o'clock. Um, obviously, I mean, the way things are going for both these teams right now, and let me start with, uh, with Billy first uh, about the Eagles. The Eagles are obviously playing much better football right now. Uh, when we're talking about they, they whooped up on the Saints last week down in Philadelphia. And give me your thoughts right now on the Eagles. Well, they definitely well, they look definitely like a different like team in the, in the way they started the year. Started the year. Uh, coach Sirianni, brand new, brand new rookie head coach. Uh, finally, uh, finally saw that he started running, start running the ball. And that would open the offense, offense for Jalen Hurts to get the ball down the field. Down the field. Yep. And the defense has played, played a lot better last couple, last of, weeks. couple of weeks. So if they keep this formula going, they, going, they have a good chance to either win the division, win the division or, or make the wild card. But well, it's the first year of their new head coach, so I'm not expecting any. They're basically playing with house money right now. Well, to to talk about right now, they're they're five and six right now. They're they're a half game out of the the six and the seven spot in the NFC, and they're getting Darius Slade back today, which is obviously a big boon for them as well. So with the Giants also missing Sterling Shepard, and it looks like uh, Ladarius Tony is going to be out again to, today for the Giants. So. Slate coming back for Philadelphia is obviously a, a boost for the defense. But right now, in looking at their schedule, and this is the biggest, this is the biggest thing that caught my eye this morning. The Eagles do not leave the I-95 corridor for the rest of the season. They don't leave yeah. the I-95 corridor at all. They get the Giants today. They have the Jets at MetLife next week. They have the uh, excuse me, the Deadskins at uh, in Philly. Then they are they are home for the Giants. They go down to Washington, and then they they have the Cowgirls, the final game of the season in Philly. So right now, if you look at their schedule, I mean, am I wrong in saying that they can go five and one the rest of the season? I would I would say you were wrong. You were wrong. That's huge. That's, they don't have to they get, have get on the rest of the year. Right, exactly. Guys will be comfortable. comfortable. They'll be home. Correct. uh, You know, this is is actually going to bring good for them. them. 
You know, the Cowboys, they don't play well in the elements. So that week, week 18 battle could be for the division, the way it's lining up. Well, I mean, what do you – from here on out, what do you think is the biggest key for them, though? If there's one, one specific thing that stands out, that would, that would stand out for them to make the playoffs – and get in maybe with a ten and seven record, or maybe a nine and eight record somehow. I mean, what would be the number one key for them at this point? Would it be what Hurst can do, or is there something else? Keep running the ball. Keep running the ball. Time of possession is key this time of year. You keep the defense fresh. You open up things for Hurts on uh, third downs. So running the ball. And controlling the uh, the tempo of the game, that'll be tough for them. So, Jalen, in reference to the Giants, you know, not that I want to sit here and talk about them at all because they've been awful once again this season, three and seven, heading nowhere. Hopefully, Gettleman is gone at the end of the season. But last week's effort was a, a against Tampa Bay was definitely a. Uh, a head scratcher. I mean, what are your thoughts on what they did against Tampa last Monday? Um, honestly, honestly uh, if we're being honest, uh, if we're being I turned that game I, I turn off, that right, game um, off right, um, right between right – between, No, right after the middle no, right of the, the middle, fourth quarter because yeah, I've seen enough of what was going on. And, you know, it was just yeah, atrocious. Was just atrocious you know, I know they yeah, weren't going to score, all, gonna score all the rest of the game. The rest of the game. So, but I, if I'm being real though, like there was nothing good to take away from that game other than other than them holding holding uh, Tampa. They're rushing to three and a half yards per carry. So, but. The only good part is that Jason Garrett got fired the day after, so I mean, there's nothing real else I can say much about that. But, right. So the the clapper got his walking papers, which was long overdue. The Giants. Had... I'm sorry. So that was obviously the But as far as now. Right now, we know that this is going to kind of be a home game for Philly anyway today at MetLife. There's going to be a ton of Philly fans there. You know a lot of the Giant fans obviously sold their tickets, probably to Philly fans. So this is going to be a pro-Philadelphia crowd today at MetLife. Uh, but the spread, in this game is, the spread in this game is three and a half. Uh, Philly's given three and a half to the Giants on the road. I mean, what, uh, what are we looking at uh, today? Well, before I go and get my prediction, I'm going to say, you know, know, because the Giants, they have lost 12 12 of their last 14 matchups against Philadelphia. But if you go back and look at all the scores specifically, they've been pretty close. And, you know, last year they came close to sweeping, sweeping Philly. You know, if it wasn't for, you know, Evan Ingram, of course, that bumped. He dropped the pass that would have sealed the game. game. But then, of course, we ended up losing 22 to 21. But then we beat them back at home 27 to 17. So, I don't know. Based on what's happened the last few weeks, I'm going to say Philadelphia probably wins by maybe a little bit more. Then you know the three and a half spread, but uh, it, we could be surprised at all today, though. Now, obviously, we know for the last, and I mean, Billy can definitely re- uh, answer this, but we, as as a Giants Eagles rivalry, has obviously been for you know, many many decades now. But Billy, I know you grew up obviously, or uh, Randall Cunningham was your guy. Uh, growing up in this and that, and Reggie White, of course. But uh, Philadelphia, I mean, has had the Giants number, it feels like, for the good part of about the last 30 years. Have, am I wrong in saying that? No, you know, actually, 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 the Giants were up, were up in this series, series uh, starting, uh, starting in the and now the series, series, series Eagles, 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 Eag
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they were very past 20 years. Well, we all know, obviously, I mean, with the game like last year, obviously, lost, and then we also had, or the Ingham drop, and then we also had a couple of years ago the 60 yard field goal at the end of the game from Elliott that beat the Giants at the, uh, I believe in week three or week four, maybe three, four years ago. Uh, of course, obviously, the Sean Jackson debacle uh, from many years ago. So this, this goes back a long, long way. And as a Giants fan, I mean, and I know, hey, our biggest rival is probably Dallas. I think we would probably both uh, agree with that. But both Philly's arch rival and the Giants arch rival is always going to be Dallas because, you know, seeing that star on the helmet, you know, you immediately develop a hatred for that franchise. Yes, and I mean, give me your, give me, you know, both of you, give me your quick thoughts on the the Cowgirls uh, debacle on Thursday against the Raiders. Uh, that was a game, another game at home that they lose. You know, they lost to Denver a couple of weeks back. Now they lose to the Raiders at home. They're seven and four right now. I mean, are they as good as their record indicates? Uh, are they a little bit overrated? Uh, are they underrated? I mean, they were missing Amari Cooper and CeeDee Lamb last week. But uh, give me your quick thoughts on uh, the Cowgirls. Let the Philly fan go Let first. Philly fan go first. <laughs> All right. Philly fan go first. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, uh, Cowboys, Cowboys in November, November, six and six one. one. Now they're now standing in seven, seven, seven and four. Right. You pay Dak Prescott seventy-five million alone. Yep. If he cannot perform up to his capabilities with his top two receivers out, and carry the team for those games, you know, I'm not impressed. Uh, those are usually those games are winnable. The Broncos and the Raiders, and, and uh, they they went out there and they just thought maybe they could uh, just show up on the field and win the game. But this is the NFL any given Sunday, so uh, I put a lot of it on the quarterback. He needs to perform better when the odds are against him. You have guys like Aaron Rodgers. Who goes to Arizona? His top three receivers out. Goes away. The guys got the guys like Colt McCoy, backup for Arizona. He wins yes. three games while Kyler Murray is out. He's not even paid. He's anywhere near seventy-five million dollars. But yet, Cowboys continue to find excuses for Dak Prescott. You can't. Those excuses go away after you pay a quarterback that much money for one year. Well, so, and, so. and going through social media the other day after the Cowgirls lose, I mean, was, you know, blaming the referee. The fact that there were, I believe, 14 penalties called on each team. Uh, you know, the, ref, the refs is not, uh, is not the reason they lost that game. They lost the game because their defense gave up over 500 100 yards to the Raiders. The same defense. That is true. Jalen, what are your quick thoughts? As much as I as hate to agree, I'm going to have to. Because you made a few good points there. You know, because if Dak is getting paid all that much money, then he's got to be able to, you know, produce whether he has his, all of his weapons or not. But with Amari Cooper and CD Lane being out, I definitely think it did take factor in them losing the game because I definitely. If compared to if they were in the game, it would have made a whole difference. But, but yeah, I yeah, actually had them winning had going into that game, but I, don't, I wish I don't know why I did. But, but I'm glad the Raiders somehow won. You know, we never root for the rivals. But I thought they were actually going to you know come out on top, but you know they continued. Uh, what 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 can I say? I mean, like. I wouldn't say disappoint, but, you know, like, prove people right. Like, for example, you know, Giants fan, Eagles fan, or anybody that's a Cowboys hater, let alone. But, 
you know, so I got nothing really else much to say other than, you know, it, it was a close game and went into overtime. Right. But, you know, they came up short, so. At the same time, it was a seven. It was a, they, were, they were touchdown favorite at home. You know, it's a game. And I, and I don't understand their fascination with not running the football. They continue to not run the football. They don't, you know, you have Elliott and Pollard. Give them the football. I mean, this is, you know, you, you need to at least alleviate some pressure off of Prescott. And right now, you know, to me, they don't, the head coach is the reason they're going to not do anything in the playoffs if they get there. I mean, at this stage, they're, they're, their head coach is basically the equivalent of a, a coach that's going to just, you know, ruin their chances. And he did it in Green Bay, too. He pass happy, pass happy, pass happy. You can't win being one-dimensional. You need to run the football. And when you got guys like Elliott and Pollard, you know, as a combination, uh, to me, they got to emphasize the run attack more. So that's just what I think. But Yeah, but uh, also, also, to be fair, to be fair I, mean, I mean, ZQ's, ZQ's also playing also through, playing through a, a, I think, I think minor, minor injury, injury, if not. If not Everybody is on this time of year. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, injuries, this and that. If, he, if he's injured, don't play. I mean, uh, you know, to me, who's this, Elliot? Elliot, yes. Well, that would be big. Uh, they sent him out. <laughs> Those games are for grabs. I, I wouldn't, you know. Yeah, but Trevor Semyon, a quarterback, I mean, they got to get Hill in there at quarterback. I mean, Semyon has been awful the last couple of weeks for, for New Orleans. Yeah, and, and they yeah, let a big game against Buffalo. Buffalo. That they did, they absolutely need him back. Yes, I totally agree. Uh, I mean, the Cowgirls, you know, they still got Washington twice. That won't be easy. They still got the Giants, which that probably will be easy. Uh, they end the season in Philly. So, I mean, if Elliott were to miss the next two games, as an example, I mean, you know, it's conceivable the Cowgirls could lose one of those games and uh, against the Saints of the, or Washington. And then uh, the division could be up for grabs. Uh, which would be, you know, a couple of weeks ago, we would have, if I would have said that, you would think I'm crazy. When it comes down to the Eagles, Eagles, they have to take care of their own. They can't rely rely on it. Correct. Yep. Well, they got a very very soft schedule. They They got a very soft schedule coming up Philadelphia. I mean, you know, the only game that you would say that they're probably going to be an underdog in the next in the last six games is uh, is against the cow maybe the cowgirls at home. You know, that'd probably be a pick'em type of game. Maybe Dallas is a one or two point favorite, but other than that, Philly's going to be favored in all the games up until that point. And I don't think there's any doubt about it at this stage. If I were to pick between Philly, um. Minnesota and San Francisco, you know, those, those are the three teams. I think you, you're looking at the two final spots in the wild card and may, you know, maybe we'll throw the division in there for Philly also, but Philly, I think it has a, a great path to get into the playoffs this year. Absolutely. So, well, now, you know, I know that you. Uh, I know the two of you don't uh, necessarily agree very much on uh, on football related matters because you know, one of you are a Giants fan and one of you are a longtime Eagles fan. So, how much hatred is there between uh, you know the two of you on a daily basis discussing football? Uh, pretty much. Uh, pretty much. There's a lot. There's a lot. <laughs> at the end day, it's all local. That's not what I want to hear. I want to hear the. I want to hear the hatred. I want to hear the animosity. Oh yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay. Well, well, um, um, you know, yeah. I, despite, despite them, 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 them
I don't see them winning this at all. Well, they did get a Super Bowl finally. Oh, yeah, it only oh, took yeah. them 60 years. Have the nerve to troll Cowboys fans. Well, that's the best thing of all is to troll the Cowgirl fans. We, you know, there's nothing better than the. Yeah, of course, but if you make fun of them because they haven't had a Super Bowl in over 25, 25 plus, years, plus years, that is compared correct. Compared to, to not, having not having won a Super, won a Super Bowl, Bowl or, championship, or championship, let alone, let alone for 60, for 60 years, years man. Man. you're yeah, no right to, right to talk. Well, I'll, I'll let Billy answer this, but I mean, you know, they, they did win. Am I, am I right that, you know, they were the underdog against the Falcons, an underdog against the Vikings, an underdog against the Patriots. They were an underdog in all those games. That's correct. That's correct. They beat Brady in the Super Bowl. Yep. Well, us Giant fans know what it's like to beat Brady in the Super Bowl, too. Yes, you do. Mm-hmm. That's something we share in common. Yes, about the only about the only thing that we can share in common. I, you know, when it comes to uh, enjoying, you know, uh, football or at least, at least a, a hate a hatred that is. But I, so as far as today's game goes, um, I mean, Billy, what's your uh, quick thoughts on uh, this game today? I mean, they're going to get Slay back, like I said. Giants are missing two of their wide receivers. Uh, does this look like a double-digit win for Philly on paper, or, or at least uh, on uh, you know your, from what what you think is going to happen today? I, I think the Giants are competitive early, early, but the Eagles away. I'm looking at like a 27, 14 score. Okay. Uh, uh, as far as the Eagles run the ball, eight first doesn't turn the ball over. We'll be fine. Well, I mean, the way the Giants look right now, you know, and they, they look discombobulated. Tampa, the offense, you know, the offense just doesn't do anything. You know, the offense just continues to flounder and, and just, you know, again, there's no continuity. I, I get the no continuity thing because of the fact that they haven't really had their whole complement of wide receivers for virtually the whole year. They haven't had everybody healthy at the same time. But having said that, you know, the offensive line, when we continue to say it ad nauseum, every single week this offensive line cannot protect Daniel Jones and cannot and just is not consistent whatsoever. The Nate Solder signing was a disaster. You know, right now, Will Hernandez looks terrible. The whole offensive line in general looks terrible. So Andrew Thomas has been all right. But again, this is the bugaboo of this franchise right now. And it has been for a very long time. And that's where the game is. Yeah, that's, 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 that's right. Got to protect the quarterback. That's right. So so has your opinion changed on Jalen Hurts? Because I know you were a little bit skeptical of him. Maybe coming into this season, you were probably skeptical. Have your thoughts changed in regards to uh, thinking that he's the the answer at quarterback for the next five, ten years for Philly? I wouldn't say it has changed completely, but I would say that it's for the better. For the better. The last six weeks. That's because the coach decided to have a run game to complement him on his uh, passing game, and it's working. He's, he's not turning the ball over. Uh, uh, Devontae Smith, we have a great season. He's getting, he's becoming the favorite target. target. He has Dallas Goddard, Goddard, tight end, tight end, uh, yes. and uh, you know the you know the, 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 the rolling pretty, pretty good. 
And that front four of Philadelphia, you know, obviously you would imagine it's going to probably cause some problems today for the Giants. Yeah, Fletcher Fox, you know, they're getting after the quarterback you pressure up the middle, which frees up the ends for Barnett and Josh Smith to get after the quarterback. Uh, the Giants are going to have to try to produce some type of run game today. I know Barkley is today, so we'll see what happens. He's going to look like he's going to play today for the Giants, but he's banged up as usual. Yeah, yeah. he can't produce any type of run game. It's going to be a long day for Daniel Jones in that offense. Yeah, what, uh, what's your prediction for a score today? Uh, I say maybe 23-17. Uh, Philly, I would imagine. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, okay. because... I mean, would you really predict the Giants to win with the situation they're right in right now? Oh, 100%. I mean, yeah, but... It'd be a miracle if they did, but I don't see it happening. I have, sub- uh, I have, supreme, con- I have supreme confidence... And the Giants continuing their losing ways today. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, I hope, I mean, I hope that, that the offense will be able to produce, be able to produce more, more today, today with, with Jason Garrett Jason going, Garrett obviously. But, but, um, but um, Freddie Kitchen's the tight end coach. coach. He's, he's um, going to be filling in, in the, the role right. as offensive as coordinator, coordinator until they, right. find, so they one. find one. So hopefully he can – but we'll be in – to get the double over Philly, I don't know. Probably not, but well, unless they protect Jones, it's going to be another long day for them. Yeah, and, and right now, yeah. I don't, and I don't care who the offensive coordinator is for this team at this point, because but it also, also comes down to also, it also comes down to a talent issue on this team. You know, we, you know, Daniel Jones is he the answer at quarterback? I mean, I'm more skeptical now than I probably would have been in Week One. Because, you know, I know there's only so much blame that can go around. It's co- it's collective, though. It's the quarterback. It's the coordinator. It's the coach. It's the GM. It's the wide receivers. It's the running back. You know, half these guys don't stay in the friggin' field. Every week, it's one thing after another. Yeah. There's no, yeah. you know, no consistency, no continuity, no nothing with this team. It's just, you know, and right now, Jones is not living up to his number six pick. Barkley has not lived up to his number two pick. You know, this is just the way it is with this team. And, and yeah. yes, I know Gettleman is going to probably be gone at the end of the year. That's great. But at the end of the day with this franchise, they, to me, you got to press the reset button. That's the way I see it. You got to press the reset button and, and find yourself another quarterback. And, you know, I know it's going to set them back a couple of more years, but I don't think Jones is the answer. And right now, until you fix the offensive line, yeah, maybe that's a question that is not fully answered as of right now. But yeah. I, I uh, you know, I'm just not confident in this team. Galladay's contract was a terrible contract. Engram oh, stinks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, Shepard can't stay in the field. Now Tony can't stay in the field. You know, it, it's just there's a lot of ifs and whats and this and that. I, I get this. there's a lot of gray area involved. But right now as a Giants fan – it's enough is enough of the losing. I've had enough of it. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, a couple, uh, a couple things, here. things here. Um, one of them, one I, was of them I was going to say is that Daniel Jones, Daniel Jones he does have the ability, have the ability to, make to make plays with, plays his, legs. with his legs. So, so I think I think be able to do that one if the opportunity is there. I'm not saying he has to run, to run like, like, like an option play like some Lamar Jackson type stuff. But definitely do it if the opportunity is there. And another thing I want to ask you on is, uh, what are your thoughts on this on this rumors about the Russell Wilson could they about the Giants possibly making a trade for him? Uh, I'm totally on board with it. I'm I'm totally fine with it. As long as you have a different general manager doing it, then I'm okay with it. Yeah. Yeah. But you I know, mean, you know uh, that's that's fine with me. I'll be up right know, now. Uh, you know, if that, yeah, does, if that happen, does happen hypothetically, hypothetically or, or in some, some some reason, but like, like 
you still need to rebuild that offensive line because you still got to protect Russell Wilson. It doesn't matter who's that quarterback. You still got to build it. You still got to protect him. Russell Wilson has never had a good offensive line in Seattle. Well, I mean, well, uh, how many years have we seen him as a, as a Seahawk? Honestly. Probably so like I, nine, ten, me, like ten. You know, to me, Russell Wilson's a whole different player than Daniel Jones is. And Absolutely. obviously, he has a resume. But, and, you, know, you know, if he were to come to New York, New York his, his weapons, weapons would be inconsequential compared to the weapons he had in um, Seattle. So I guess that's why he's been able to be the player he is with or without an offensive line because he has great weapons and he can be able to get the ball to them quickly. They never had a great running attack there. So quite frankly, you know, Billy, Billy, I mean, what are your thoughts on the rumors of what? No, I'm here. All right. The uh, the Russell Wilson rumors. What are your quick thoughts on that? Uh, let's see. Uh, let's the, see Giants the Giants were able, were able to somehow, to somehow get him through trade. Uh, it would be definitely uh, the start of a new era. era. You have a solid QB. You just have to get around around good pieces. A wide receiver and a solid, solid running, back. running back. Is that Barkley? You don't know. You don't know. Right. So, it would be a great start to a new era. You know, get a player of his caliber. But uh, we also, uh, we also know, that know that he struggles, struggles when he doesn't have a good offensive line in front of him. Just like he is like in Seattle, man. Seattle now. So, I, I think it's got a lot to do with his hand. I think it's still not 100%, honestly. You know, he's been really inaccurate since he came back. Uh, yeah. yeah. He definitely rushed back after that surgery. Yeah. Offensive line anyway, honestly, over the course of his tenure in Seattle, I don't really think he's had a great offensive line for the majority of time he's been there. I don't know what the statistics are as far as number of pressures, number of sacks while he's been in Seattle, but I believe he's been in the top half of times he's been pressured and sacked the majority of the time that he's been a QB uh, up there in the Pacific North Northwest. So I, to me, it's a no-brainer. If the Giants are able to get him, I, I think you got to do it. Because in a hard, you know, in a yeah, 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 a talent like him. I know he's been in the league 10, 11 years, you know, but he's still relatively young. You know, 30, 31, 32 years old is not old by any stretch of the imagination. Go look at Tom Brady and go look at Aaron Rodgers, you know, and see what they're doing at their age. So I think, uh, I think it's a move that they got to do. Yeah, and yeah, and as far as Jones goes, goes, what do you do, with, do him? with him? You either, you either keep, him as, keep backup, him as a backup or you get rid of, you get rid of him and have him go to another team. team. No, you get rid of him. All right, well. All right, well. You get rid of him. Goodbye. That's it. <laughs> Just end the era now. I'm I'm fine ending it now. Just end the era. <laughs> go right ahead. Anything to get Gettleman out the door, just do it. All right, That's yeah. Right, also, also, would you want to keep Joe Judge as a head coach? In this day and age of the NFL, when you have a, a replacement, a general manager, usually the general manager wants his own coach. Uh, if it were me, do I want Judge as the as the head coach going into next year? Uh, it's hard to say. It's hard to say because this team, just like I said, is so much gray area involved that I feel like I would still keep him on. Because, you know, I, I, I mean, granted, words mean one thing, actions mean another. You know, if you only have so much talent, you know, what can you really do as a head coach? There's only so much you can do. Now, you can lose games for your team. Look at Mike McCarthy as an example. But I, I think, gun to my head, I would probably say I would keep Judge. But that may not be yeah. his decision at this point because the GM may want his own guy. Yeah, yeah. And, and I would say the I'll same because, you know, like, because when I think about, you know, is he really terrible compared to 
you know, the two other head coaches we had in the past five years, you know, Pat Shermer and McAdoodoo, I don't know. I mean, yeah, he is. Well, no, he's not. But, well, you know. He's not, uh, you know, <coughs> Coughlin, so, you know. Because, you know, was there really any – how much of there is to blame Joe Judge for, you know, for, you know his, his, for, the, for, the, for him being – the, the head coach, head coach this, past this past two seasons. Season. How, much, how, much, how much money how much can you put on him? Uh, not a lot, but again, you know, I, I talked about what the Giants might or might not do. And quite frankly, I mean, again, it all boils down to what Mara wants to do. You know, you're going to bring, they're obviously going to bring in a new GM, but again, does that GM want Judge as the coach or not? It's, you know, it would be unfair probably to get rid of Judge at this stage, considering, you know, what they've what they've looked like the last two seasons with him as coach. But again, you know, it's it's really hard to say. I like what he says, but again, I don't care about what the hell he says. You know, Parcells said a lot of the same garbage, a lot of the same stuff that Judge says. You know, where yeah. it's all about the player. It's all about wins and losses and this and that and blah, blah, blah. That's all nice and everything, but I care about wins and losses. I don't care about what people say. Just go out there and play and win. Yes. yes. My, yes. Uh, uh, my opinion from here from the outside looking in, I think you would clear a house. Right. New GM. Right. New coach. Yep. New culture in there. You, I think a, a good GM would be somebody, somebody like uh, maybe Lewis Riddick. Riddick. He has uh, a front office experience. I think he would be a good GM. And then maybe and then for maybe head, coach, head coach, you go after, you go after somebody, somebody like, uh, like uh, Eric Bieniemy, or maybe uh, Kellen Moore, uh, the offensive coordinator for the Cowboys. He's going to be in line for the culture job. I don't. I don't want him to be in that light stadium. Get him. Just keep him in Dallas. I don't want anybody from there. We had the clapper. That that was enough for me. That was bad enough as it was. Well, you know, at least I got rid of him now. It took the Cowboys ten years to get rid of him. That is true. Well, Jerry Jones is you know. Uh, he is what he is. Uh, to me, again, I, I think I, I, I agree with you about the enemy. I, actually, I would actually be happy if they got him as a head coach. Hey, look look what that offense has done in Kansas City. And I know they haven't been as great this year for whatever reason, but uh, to me, that would be a guy that would be a, a prime target for the Giants. And I think that uh, if, they get, if they got him, I'd be totally fine with that. Lewis Riddick, I don't know really enough to give an opinion, good or bad, uh, with him. He has front office experience. That's wonderful. But, you know, this team needs, like I said, to press the reset button. And right now, you know, you look at the four teams in the NFC East, the Giants, you know, been the perennial loser for quite a long time. And, the you know, Washington, yeah, their answer is not a quarterback right now. I know Heineke's played all right, but they're, they're a team kind of, in the same boat, more or less, as the Giants. Maybe a, a step above them. Dallas, we know what they are right now. And, hey, and Philly, to me, Philly is a team on the upswing now. After what happened with them last year, and, you know, now that they've given the reins to Hurts to be the quarterback, Sirianni is the head coach. And, you know, to me, I think Philadelphia has much more to look forward to, at least for right now in comparison to the Giants. Now, with that being said, though, doesn't Philly – Philly, you can answer this better than I can, but doesn't Philly have a uh, a high first-round pick compliments to somebody this year? No, next year? Right now, right now the way it's the way it's been, the Eagles will have, will have three top ten picks, maybe? Three top ten picks. Wow. Yes. If if Wentz plays seventy five percent of the snaps, which he's on pace to do, yes, they'll get a pick in the uh, top five. If, if I'm not mistaken. Well, wait a minute. So, guys. Uh, 
if he was traded to the to the Colts, have somebody else's pick? That uh, yes, this they do. They have somebody else's pick. Which they turn into, um, I, think, I think they have the Dolphins. Ah, that's yeah. I believe you're right on that. Yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So that's great. The Giants. You know. Now, if the Giants had that type of luck or that type of uh, pick, you know, they'd screw it up somehow. And, of course, you know, they had no luck whatsoever because look at the Bears the other day. You know, of course, the Bears can't lose to the Lions. No, of course not. Because the, the, the Bears, the Giants have the Bears' first-round pick this coming year, and the Bears, of course, win on Thanksgiving Day against the Lions franchise. That makes the Giants look good. But, again, I, I uh, getting back to the game today, Again, I, I, I'm in agreement with the both of you. I do think, though, uh, I would probably go towards what Billy's talking about with regard with the, the score. You know, I, I'm going to go I'm going to go 31 17 Philly. Uh, and I and 17 points might be kind for the Giants today, to be honest. Again, if Philly's front four does what they will likely do against the Giants offensive line today, it's going to be a long day. So I think again, two touchdowns is is one uh, for for Philly today as they move to six and six. Yeah, yeah, definitely. definitely. Um, um, I also forgot. Would you want Patrick Graham going to? Because I most, most certainly do. Who is that again? The defensive, the defensive coordinator. coordinator. Do I want him gone? Yeah, yeah. Sure. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> why not? Right. Well, look at the Giant defense this year. I mean, they were good. they were actually pretty decent last year. What have they done this year? Well, you know, I know they have other than they lost um, uh, one of the other guys in his secondary for the season. Another oh yeah, Joe Peppers. Peppers. Right. Yeah. So you know, so that's right then in there. You're talking. I, I know that those are two important players, but this defense isn't isn't impressing me whatsoever. So, as Billy well, said, you know, not, so not that it matters. matters. Clean not that it matters, matters, but, but you know that you know, the Giants, the Giants are, one are one of the two teams, teams who have, who have a, a turnover, turnover in every game, every they, game played they played so far. So far, that they forced a turnover in every game. Yeah, yeah. Well, right. That's, that's wonderful. The three and seven. Yeah, yeah. And that's why I say, you know, not like it matters, matters, but, you know, but, yeah, I'm just going, I'm just going, out, going there. out there. I, I, that's all the stats I'm worried about is W's and L's. That's it. I could care less about these other stats. <laughs> turnovers, you know, QBR, uh, you know, yards, yak, whatever, yards <laughs> after catch. I could care. Yakety yak, don't come back. That's what the Giants need to do at this point. With Gettleman, with the defensive coordinator, the offensive coordinator, everybody soup the nuts. Just clean the ha- clean house. That's it. That's that's what I think. So turnovers, I could care less. They're not winning games, so it doesn't it doesn't matter. Yeah. True. Look well, at the damn look at the game last week. If they didn't get that one interception, they wouldn't have scored any touchdowns because they got <laughs> they got a five yard touchdown to Andrew Thomas. <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty sad when you look at it. He had as many catches as Galilee had. <laughs> it's pathetic. Yeah, the only difference is that you know, he had a touchdown. Yeah, like Kyle Kate. Yeah, wonderful, but still, again, you know, offensive line, I know Tampa's front four is pretty good, too. And again, as I said, if Philadelphia's front four plays with any capability today, it's going to be a moment for Big Blue. And it's going to be a pro-Philadelphia crowd at, at MetLife, no doubt about it today. Kind of like when I went to the Buffalo Jets game a couple of weeks ago. That stadium was 70% Buffalo fans. I wouldn't be surprised to see it like that today for Philly. Yeah, yeah we do yeah. They do. They do, and you know, and that's the only place Philly's going to be the rest of the season on the turnpike. So, really good news for 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 Philadelphia's schedule for the last six weeks of the regular season. So we'll see how it plays well, out. You know, 
if they do if have they me win the division, they're basically going to do it to the Cowboys and get a win in the first round. So. Oh, wow. I'm not disagreeing there. I'm not disagreeing. They're on their first year. Their expectations were slim to none. So just making the playoffs would be a, would be an accomplishment in itself. So at that point, they can play with you know, free and loose because they're not expecting anything. So those are the teams that are most dangerous in the playoffs. But, I mean, honestly, I mean, the one game, I mean, you're talking about the Rams, you're talking Arizona, uh, Tampa, one other team I'm missing among that, uh, and Dallas. I, I mean, honestly, though, would Philly be that huge of an underdog against any of those teams? I don't think so, to be honest. I really don't. No, they are. Uh, I mean, they're going to be competitive, competitive wherever they went. Uh, would they win? That's another story. Right. You just want your team to be competitive. That's all it comes down to. So, so to end this, do, uh, so I know the two of you know each other uh, pretty well. Um, do you uh, have something to uh, say to one another about, uh, you know, just a little trash talk before we uh, call it a day? Well, I'll cap it off. Well, you want to go first? Not everybody at once. You want to go first, Dale? Nah. Nah. I'll let you go first. I'll let you go first. I don't know. I I think I would probably probably say let the team that's got a worse record go first. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Well, I talk to the majority of this whole podcast, podcast, so I mean... I don't know what else to say. say. So, yeah. That was great material right there. Well, uh, (laughs) well, uh, 19 years ago, I had my first son. My first son. Uh huh. And uh, never in a million years to be a giant (laughs) fan. I burned the rod. Any team that I like, I like the Well, whatever it's deserved. Well, wait a minute. Jalen, well, don't well. Who do you root for in baseball? Uh, well, I, I really, I, watch, I really baseball watch baseball anymore. anymore but, but you know, I did. Know, I did. I did used I did to root for the, Yankees. for the Yankees. So I guess. So I guess. Yes, yeah, one, yeah, one team we only agree on. Uh, well, I was gonna say take take the word used used uh, out of that <laughs> sentence you just said. So. <laughs> Just do do me do me a favor, please. On that one. <laughs> what about basketball? I don't really root for anyone basketball. basketball. Well, I I, there's a team. There's a team that plays at Madison Square Garden. Uh, the New York Knickerbockers. <laughs> I, uh, they have they have a good influx of uh, young talent and a good head coach and uh, you know a rabid fan base. Uh, the, you know they play in the world's most famous arena. That would be my recommendation uh, to you know to pick. Please don't go root for the Hollywood Fakers <laughs> or anybody like that. <laughs> the Fakers. But uh, no, I'm gonna no, be honest, I'm gonna be here. honest here. Uh, I do recall, I do recall going, going a couple, going Nick a couple Nick games, games, you know, growing up. up. Uh-huh. But, you know, I, you know I, I don't remember being a fan. Probably necessarily. But you know, I think the last Nick game I went to was in. 2015, 2015. I think they played the Charlotte Hornets and, you know, they absolutely got annihilated that game. Oh, what a surprise. Well, please, if there's anything, just don't root for the Nets because, you know, a Nets fan is basically a displanted Knicks fan. (laughs) There's no such thing as a Nets fan in my eyes. You know, they're, they're frauds. So... You well, know, you know, I do recall going to 
maybe one or two Nets, Nets games, games growing up, growing up as well, when they well, played, played in New Jersey. New Jersey. Oh. That's, uh... And that's the difference. None of, none of these current Nets fans were fans when they were in New Jersey. So. Yeah, well, I don't remember... I don't remember the arena that they played in the Jerry. Well, the Brendan Byrne arena, I remember that going way back. But, <laughs> uh, yeah, and, and, you know, again, just root for the Knicks and root for the Yankees. and That's it. <laughs> you want to stick to your Giants fandom? Hey, you know, you like torture like I do apparently right now, then, <laughs> so, then so be it. Then so be it, so. Well, you well, know, I don't case, care how good or bad Philly is. I would never root for them. I would, I would say, say Die Eagles die die to my grave. <laughs> we don't want you rooting for us. I guess that's a no. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. Repeat that, again? I said you don't want the. Uh, I, I was asking Billy, do you want uh, you not want him? Did you, does he not want you to jump on the bandwagon? No, 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 no. I'm gonna stay down in the swamp. In total depression. Fair enough. Well, there's plenty of depression. Yeah, so well, in any case, yes, it should be uh, hopefully a competitive game from a Giants standpoint. But at the end of the day, I think uh, the three of us are in agreement that we're going to see a Giants loss to Philly today with Philly covering the three and a half. So, mm. well, I want to I want to thank the both of you for being on. A nice conversation, and uh, hopefully. Uh, Next year, maybe the Giants will be more competitive and can give the Eagles a run for their money. But I don't think that's going to be the case today. Yeah. And it won't be the case in this second game down in Philadelphia. Yeah. yeah. So, true. But again, again yeah, yeah, thanks for having, thanks for having, me, having on. me on. Yes. Thank you to the both, uh, to the both of you. And uh, maybe we'll do this again for the second game. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. Enjoy the football, and we'll talk soon. Yes, and yes, uh, one more thing. I think maybe next time we can be on here and talk about the game in Philadelphia without the Philly fan here. Sounds like shots fired. <laughs> <laughs> the problem is the shots fired from a Giants fan right now are blanks. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, there you go. All right, guys. Well... Take care, both of you. Talk to you next time. All right. Have a good one.